Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. You know, summer is just about gone. You know, summer never lasts as long as winter. Uh, and uh, that's how it is here. So the leaves are beginning to turn. Got some exciting guests on uh, today. Uh, you know, we have a new police chief and I, and I'm hoping that uh, he can get on. And I know he's busy today. Mr. Ryan will be on with an update. Uh, and also Ms. Um, Felicia Cross is gonna come on and she's gonna talk about noble and black law enforcement and what it looks like to be in that uh, organization. And she went to a conference and then I'll have an update about Mothers for Police Accountability before we end. So I'm just excited to be on the air as usual. So um, anyway, I hope you've had a good weekend. I hope you've had a good summer. Uh, and all the children look like they're back in school. Uh, and uh, that's a good thing. Now we have to make sure that they bring their books home and get the homework done and all of those kinds of things. I love this time of year anyway. I love fall. I grew up in Florida because we don't have fall in Florida. <laughs> fall or spring. <laughs> so I love fall. And Nathan, do you like fall? I do, but you know, here in the Seattle area, the summer might be gone on the calendar, but according to the weather forecast, it hasn't given up yet. Still a lot of sunshine ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they say rain might be coming this week, so... Anyway, but, you know, sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they get it right and sometimes they get it wrong. But at least the leaves are beginning to change. I've noticed that. And that's what I love. I love the leaves. I love to see the leaves change. And I love to know that we don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> it's going to happen anyway, whether we like it or not. That's what I love about it. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway, and, uh, I'll just go ahead and uh, I'll just go ahead and get my start my updates then. I look, I got a text here. Let's see if that's from the chief. See, yeah, no, it's not from the chief, but it's two hundred five, so he should be coming on then. But uh, I'll just announce this. Mother's is having a community meeting. We haven't had a community meeting in a while because you know most of my time has been taken up down the community police commission. It's going to be here Wednesday, uh, the twenty. Uh, almost what Wednesday is. A great date here. Wednesday is the 28th. Uh, it's going to be from 6 to 7.30 uh, at the uh, Liberty Bank of Building Apartment uh, uh, Building Community Room. That's 1405 24th Avenue. Uh, and it's plain. It's 98122. Uh, and uh, my number is 206-380-1710. You can get some more information, but also we do have a we do have a, um, we have an announcement out, uh, and it's also an event on uh, on uh, uh, Facebook that people can check it out. And there's a number there that people can also call. So anyway, I'm just really excited about getting together in public again. This is really really exciting. So um, anyway, um, so I'm just waiting here. Oh, he's on the line. All right, all right. Hi, Chief. Hello, Reverend Walden. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm so happy that you're on, you know, and I mean, really, welcome to the Mother's Justice Show. Uh, our new uh, police chief uh, appointed last Tuesday by the mayor, uh, Chief Adrian Diaz. How you doing, Chief? Good. I'm doing really, really good. I'm so excited to be on the show. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and I know you don't have much time, so I thought if you could give us 10 minutes, we would like it, and well, tell me what your first few days has been like. It's been a whirlwind for you. I mean, I saw a lot of activity. In fact, I saw you on Saturday. So so what has it been like for you? You know, it, I, I think because I've been doing it for a couple of years, I've always kept a, uh always wanted to make sure I was doing stuff in the community. So this weekend was a busy week. Uh, I did a community panel with 
actually former chief best and um, a variety of different other people. Uh, I was out with Detective Cookies uh, Park, which was just such a great celebration. I was at the Seahawks game. Uh, I also did a, a fashion week runway show, uh, which I never thought I would be a model on a runway. So I've just been trying to be out there and, and just talking to people and listening and learning from, from everybody out there. So you're getting some noise, Keith, and I don't know if it's on you in or, or we can. I, hey, can you do us a is, quick favor and call us back and yeah. see if we can fix that static that way? Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Okay, bye. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Well, I'm glad he's having a whirlwind. I mean, he was down at the cookie, uh, Detective Cookie's uh, Chess Park open on Saturday. I'll have her on here sometime to talk about the Chess Park. It was a great event. I mean, because <laughs> because she has one of the best violence prevention programs in the nation. The people, who, the young people who go through her program and learn how to uh, uh, play chess never do read. They don't reoffend. It's like, hey, everybody ought to have it. <laughs> in fact, that would be that would be a requirement if you wind up in jail that somebody teaches you how to play how to play chess so you don't come back. So all right, let's anyway. go ahead and check in with the chief right. again. Looks like all, all that right. static should be gone. Hello. Yes. Hello, Reverend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's much better line. Yes. 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 So yes. So yeah. Let's just go ahead and talk about your whirlwind. I mean, you've always been busy out in the community. I've known you for such a long time. I'm so glad that you were appointed. I mean, because really, uh, as an interim, you went on out and you're just making things better. So I'll just give you, let you just, just tell us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, you know, things are going well, trying to get our department in the right path. And I, you know, I think we've laid a good foundation. We still have a lot of work to do, but, you know, I just want to make sure that we're rooted in community. And as you know, you know, that's what I've been doing for years, uh, work on youth violence stuff. And I just, you know, that is what's, that's what drives me. And being in this office now, I just, I, I'm going to be out in the community. That's the one thing about it. You always will see me in community. Well, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good idea. I, I'm going to send you an article about CNN. It talked about the Minneapolis and what has happened there, you know, as a defund movement. And how the people are saying that the people who led this movement didn't know anything about the black community. I mean, so so it's a, it's a tale of the similar cities. And you know, one of the reasons why you know I'm so glad that you got the appointment. I mean, because you took you you came in at a, at at a, at an awful time. I mean, really and truly, you really did. I mean, I, I, the city council did what they did. They take no responsibility for that. That's another conversation. But I mean, look what you had to work with, and you're continuing to do the best you can, uh, and uh, you're making some improvements. So, one of the what are some of the things you want to work on, Dr. Uh, um, Chief? I mean, you were working on some things already. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to tell us yeah, about? So, so, you know, really, one of my biggest, uh, you know, work uh, projects that I'm working on is what I call the Relational Police Initiative. And that's, you know, everything we know is all about relationships, everything in the community, connections and, you know, having conversations, difficult conversations, you know, and I think is all it starts with all about, you know, building those relationships. And it starts early on in a person's career. So we launched our SPD before the badge. We've actually included community um, at the discussions. We wanted our recruits to learn about the history of policing in many of our communities that have distrust uh, for the police department. Because once they understand the trauma that has occurred in the community, like they can actually police it a little bit better. They can, you know, adjust it. They can, you know, be able to have those conversations and be able to figure out how do they actually improve the, you know, systems. And, and so 
We're excited. Uh, we've already had, I think, four or five cohorts uh, go through uh, this. And and I think if we're going to be putting every recruit through this over the next five years, if not longer, and that will change the culture of our department. It Number one, it focuses on our officer wellness. Number two, it builds community. Number three, we understand and have good listening dialogues to be able to understand how we police better. And so that's one of the projects. But we're 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 launching a whole host of initiatives from our equity, accountability, quality, our uh, early intervention system. There's just a variety of different things that we want to make sure that our department is doing to better serve the community. Well, I mean, you're well on the road. I mean, I, I have not had an opportunity to show up before the badge, but I'll be there on October 6th. I think it's going to be when, and I'm going to be participating in that one. And I think that's a wonderful idea um, because I'm, um, no one knows our community better than us. And a lot of people who make decisions, they have never had a lived experience in our community. And I think that, I mean, and every community in Seattle is different. I mean, you have the International District, they have different kinds of issues, but they all, everybody wants constitutional police uh, yeah. uh, and, uh, and, and that type of stuff. I talked to one of my sons. I mean, he's the one that most people don't know. He's an optician. I told he's not, he's working during the daytime, but then, uh, he said, he said, so all the black people want these people to be, to be treated like they're human beings and have constitutional policing. He said, we're not, yeah. uh, we're not, uh, we're not uh, against the police. We want better policing. And I uh, look like Mr. Rye uh, uh, is uh, also going to be on the line. So, uh, so uh, Eddie might have a few words he want to say to you. I don't know if he's on yet, but look like he's coming on. Um, and um, and so, you, but you always, I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I just, I'm just overjoyed. I mean, you know, I've been doing this work for 32 years. That's a whole generation. Who, who would have believed it? Who would have believed that I'd have been doing this this long? But do I? And, and so, if you, I, I've been, I've been here since every police officer, uh, chief since Chris Simon. That's a long time. <laughs> I think uh, I know you've had a lot of different experiences with the chiefs, and hopefully, you know, yeah. uh, the last, the last two have been obviously exceptional. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. But look at Mr. Rides on. So, Mr. Rides, you want to have, some, you want to say something to the chief? So, I mean. So maybe you can't hear me right now, but that anyway. Um, so you out and you're about, and uh, you were there on Saturday. It was a well, it was a, a well attended event for uh, for Officer Cookies' uh, uh, chess uh, um, uh, chess uh, uh, chess club, you know. And uh, yeah, that's Mr. Wright. Uh, and I was just I was just mentioning a few minutes ago that this was one of the best. Uh, I, I, it's one of the best violence, violence prevention program because once you go through her program, you don't reoffend. I mean, so so <laughs> you don't, and you know, you don't reoffend. <laughs> and she has done such an exceptional job of really, you know, just creating her own level of, of change in, in a way people see policing as. Uh, because you know, a lot of people when she first started off, they're they're thinking chess club, like you know, youth programs. That isn't that isn't you know what policing is all about, but it is, and she stuck to her guns and just said you know look, like I'm going to engage youth, I'm going to engage youth in non-traditional means. She used chess as a way for to, to engage youth, like that's exceptional, and you know I think everybody in the community sees that. That's the reason why they've embraced her and they've you know rallied around her and helped create a park around it. That is that I, I don't know of a higher honor than than that. Uh, if any any police officer that I've ever seen in the country, or at least in this department and, and in the country, where a park is named after somebody. 
Well, but also well, what's so important about this team is that I mentioned when you were calling, dialing back in, I said, well, if, if, if people, when they first got arrested, no matter what for, you know, I mean, we're not talking about people who had to have serious crime, but, but people who just, who might just got arrested, if they got introduced to test, they might not never reoffend. <laughs> they might <not> never. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ryan, you want to have something to say? Yeah, I would like to say uh, that I, I came out on my Facebook page and endorsed Chief uh, Diaz early on. Uh, he had been in the job for two years. There was no reason to go outside of the city uh, to get a chief. We have one that already knows. And uh, mentioning, uh, I know the chief is uh, the August 28th uh, commemoration of the uh, 1963 March on Washington. Chief Diaz was there. He's at the Martin Luther King events. He's in the community. And uh, I'm more than happy that Mayor Bruce Harrell selected him to be the next police chief. Okay. That's so am I. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. They, and just to, even to the community, I, I, you know, as you can imagine, uh, I, when we were having shootings, you know, uh, many, many years ago in, you know, two, 2008, when we had five young men that were shot and killed, like I was out there trying to figure out ways to have solutions. And, and that's what's going to continue under my administration. We are going to get our shootings under control. We are going to help our kids be able to thrive. We're going to, like, we have the opportunity to do this together. And, you know, on it, I, I need all the community support I can, you know, have because this is a shared responsibility as we move forward of how do we actually address and fix this city. Well, one of the things you said about when doing the torchlight, you said there's so many people would so you had so much support out there. I I want you to just mention what you told me about about the, the reception that you got from the African American community out doing the torchlight parade. You know, I was just overwhelmed because I little I think every uh, African American in the community was out and they were cheering me on. Um, I hadn't, you know, I, I felt just such a huge embracing of, of support. Um, and I, that way, like, I would walk across the whole torchlight parade, and that's a long, uh, it's a long route. But I really felt just an immense amount of support from our African-American community. Like, they recognized me, and they're like, Chief Diaz, we support you. And um, so I, 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 that couldn't, that just really warmed my heart, so. All right, I, I'll ask, I'll let Mr. I have the last question and the last comment if you wanted to do that, because I know you got to go, Chief. Well, no, I'm just happy that uh, Mayor Bruce Hill selected Chief Adrian Diaz. Uh, so I'm just I'm really elated about it. Like I said, I, I went on Facebook early on to let everybody know that he was my choice to be the chief. So, and uh, that's because I've seen him in the community. He's expressed that concern and he sets a good example for the other officers on the force. All right. Well, Chief, we want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to just come on Mother's Justice Show. And probably we'll, we'll invite you back on whenever you got something new you want to have, want the community to know about. And, you know, when it's good and when it's not good, because we know that's what policing is. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. But, uh, you know, I mean, I know you're willing to always take the heat and you come to the community. So, I mean, Mr. Rye has platform also. He's been on longer than me, so I'm sure he'll offer his. Text me your number. I will make sure of it. I will, and I, honestly, I will be back on this uh, on uh, with Mothers as well. So I will text you my number, but I'll also be on Mothers as well. Well, Chief, I want to hear one more suggestion. Yeah. You can go down to Fort Joint uh, uh, Base Lewis McCord 
and get some guys that make and Wayman that's making seven eight hundred dollars a month. They would jump at a fifteen thousand dollars signing bonus. They've already been trained, but you got to be careful because they do have some proud boys in there. Yeah. They've been listed already, so and some oath keepers. But we have some good ones too. So I really think that's a, a resource that can be tapped. And I recommended the same thing to the sheriff Patty Cole Tindall as well. Uh, we got yeah. these military bases, Woodbury Island, Bremerton, and these folks are trained, and uh, I think they're disciplined. Thank well, you. you actually it just queued it up right perfectly. We are recruiting. We are hiring. So if anybody's on this radio station, you know, we're $7,500 just for basic. If you're a police officer, 30000 uh, up to 30000 for for laterals. Um, even the military, we're looking for good people that, you know, want to make, want to want to continue that level of service uh, for the military. And also, like, I want to be recruiting at HBCUs. I want to be recruiting everywhere that I can continue to have a good, diverse working force. I mean, this year we've hired 50% of our hires have been people of color. And I want to make sure that we can increase that, that we're continually, uh, you know, getting community, our members from the community that uh, to better serve our, you know, our department. So. All right. So thank well, thank you. you so much, thank Steve. You. All right. Thank you. You listen to the okay. Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Washington High School. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Washington High School near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact drkworkshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. Good, day, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Robin Walls. It's my joy to be on there. Really did enjoy the chief. So I bring on, so Mr. Wise already here. So, hey, just hop right on in and continue to give us an update. And uh, Ms. Cross would be uh, zooming in here real soon. <laughs> well, uh, the first, uh, this in the three years would be the first time in three years that the Congressional Black Caucus Annual Legislative Conference will be held in Washington, D.C. Uh, I will be attending. Uh, 
My daughter, Angela, was a former executive director of the Trust and Council of the Black Caucus in 2010 to 2012. And uh, she continues to serve uh, on the Institute Committee, which uh, Congressman Benny Thompson chairs that committee. And they host the event in Tunica, Mississippi every year. But I guess uh, attendance was kind of down this year, people coming off the, the pandemic. And then she also is on uh, the Congressional Black Caucus Political Action Committee. And uh, was that staunch advocate for uh, Congresswoman Marilyn Strickland because some shenanigans were being played and uh, another person was being uh, told to members of the Black Caucus that she was the best candidate. But anyway, we got it squared away and uh, Congresswoman Strickland is, uh, I'm really uh, pleased with what she's been doing. She is uh, on the, the uh, Transportation Infrastructure Committee. Right. All that money we're talking about comes through that, that committee will have a lot to say about what goes on. And the Congressman Bobby Scott will have a lot to say about the labor part because he's chair of the House Education Labor Committee. But uh, will we, they be, uh, we, we have this. Uh, will they be able to look into our complaint that we have? Well, I'll tell you one thing uh, uh, Bob Armstead, the president of, of the uh, National Association of Minority Contractors for the Washington chapter, sent her office copies last week. I'm sending copies off to several advocacy organizations. And we also have a new, the first director of the Minority Business Development Agency in Congress in, uh, in, in, uh, for uh, MBDA, the Minority Business Development Agency. And his name is uh, Don Cravens. He was a, he's from, uh, he's at work with uh, uh, Mitch Land, uh, with Landro when he was a mayor. And he also was a chief, he was a chief executive officer and the vice executive vice president for the National Urban League. So uh, we did some work back here on the ground because the committee is chaired by Senator Maria Cantwell. And folks were concerned that the hearing wasn't uh, taking place fast enough. So mm. with him being an urban leaguer, I requested that Senator Twino Nobles at the Tacoma Urban League and Michelle Merriweather at the Urban League Metropolitan Seattle, they could get their board members to send emails and make calls to uh, Congresswoman, I mean, to uh, Senator Maria Cantwell to expedite this hearing. So to make a long story short, it did work. He did have the hearing. He was nominated by President Biden and he is the first inaugural director of the Minority Business Development Agency. And we also have a new uh, director in the Tacoma Minority Business Development Agency. And that is uh, Frank Boykin, who also just ran for poor commissioner. He's really active in the Tacoma Pierce County area. Uh, and he's also a stalwart member of the uh, Tacoma Pierce County Black Elective. So uh, hopefully uh, uh, I'm going to still impress upon the Congressional Black Caucus. While I have nothing against other people of color, I'm not going to let nobody forget. It's like if we keep talking about America is a land of immigrants. No, no, it's not. Indians were here and the, and, and the immigrants brought slaves. We didn't ask to come here. That's and, right. you know, for us, it's totally unfair well, that's right. Be with people who just got here. I have nothing against anybody else, but I'm just saying, 250. We made slavery made America an economic power. If you that's have right. 250 years of free labor, I'll be rich too. But anyway, well, uh, that's gonna, right. I would be rich too. You're right. I'm going to keep advocating for a federal designation for African descendants of the United States enslaved. And that's while right. we discuss reparations, and I'll be discussing that on my upcoming program on Thursday. While we discussing that, we can have a, a department in every federal agency dedicated right. to the well-being right. and the uplifting right. 
of African descendants of the United That's States right. enslaved. So, right. and, and really the other people of color who are really honest about the thing would be supporting that. Not That's acting right. like those uh, the, the, the fluent Chinese immigrants that came down to oppose affirmative action in Olympia two or three years ago. That's right. That's you know, right. I'm just saying, and then some of these folks needed interpreters to even talk. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm very sorry. Yeah. And I have to tell President Biden, you know. Well, you know, KVI organized that, you know, you know KVI organized that. <laughs> no, and you talk, talk about who you're going to defend, it's very, it's going to be hard pressed for me to encourage any Black folks to defend a country whose people disrespect and make disparaging marks. Black folks aren't qualified. They shouldn't be able to get to the University of Washington. Well, if we're not qualified, we're not qualified to, to defend your butt when China attacks you, okay? So I'm just saying, we have to be very clear about it. Uh, that when they get ready to start a war, uh, our first war got to be here for our rights in, a, in the United States of America. Right. Our enemies are not foreign, they're domestic. That's uh, right. People in Japan and South Korea and Germany and, and other places are not stopping us from voting. They're not doing That's voting right. suppression over here. Well, and now with all this other stuff is coming out, you're going to really see how all this stuff is really against us. It's not against people of color. It is really against the Negro. And uh, and people are going to have to come to terms with that. It is about us. I mean, make all, all of this is about us. Now, everything else is an add-on, but uh, it, it is about us. <laughs> oh, there's, no, there's, there's absolutely no question about it. I mean, and the right. thing about it is people come here with an attitude and get that in at racism indoctrination that's and, right uh, you know and then as soon as something happens to them you know and we have to really fake be real realistic and during the civil rights movement uh that was about empowering black people getting black people's right. rights that's okay right. when i lived in louisiana until i was 10 years old people of other ethnic groups rode in the front of the bus they drank out the that's white right. water they went in the front door. We went in the back. That's right. Door. The okay. Italians sure enough did. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, and so we just have to have to deal with that. But I mean, I have nothing against anybody else. But I'm for my people. I know what I am too. I am too. And, then somebody and, I tell me. and I finally understand why a lot of them get jobs that we don't get is because they won't rock the boat and they will not. They, there's a, a tree shaker, but it's for their own, uh, their own community. They, they don't open the doors for us. I mean, uh, in all of these places, and a lot of times they don't they don't like to vote, 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 uh, vote. And a lot of times we will call people out when we know that things are not right. And a lot of times other people don't do that. See, I must say though that uh, the Asian American organizations, the Japanese American Citizens League, oh yes, yeah, so all those folks, were, they were they were right with us trying to get justice in terms of affirmative action. They opposed right. some of their fellow countrymen and women because they were wrong, and they know they were That's wrong. Right. But the That's fact right. is, is that right. I still got the video from the hearings and I might have to send President Biden a copy and say, how do you expect for folks to go and defend people who make disparaging remarks, say black folks aren't qualified, you know, and they can't even speak English. Okay, so, but at the same time, <laughs> they have that money. That's the other thing. We're talking about the minority program. A lot of other people of color have access to money from foreign countries. That's right. And so they, yeah. they're able to start businesses and stuff like that. So you're right about that. But I mean, if, if we can't get this now, I mean, I don't know when, how long. I mean, you know, I have a song that people say in the Black community, Lord, how long? And then the, the refrain was not not long. So, I mean, I want to know how long is not long because really we keep, we keep, we keep, we, 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 this is like a merry-go-round and it should not be. I mean, look, look where we are in our age category. 
and uh, and it's still going on. I mean, and it is absolutely increasing against us and, and all of that as if we don't have a right to be here. I mean, most of everything they have in America, if you if you go to the bottom of it, you're going to find a black somebody that's been an inventor or you need to go to Africa to get the, the Kotan to go in all, all the computers and stuff. So so we're we're intricate and involved in, in every level of life in America. And have been and uh, have done have succeeded every time we were given an opportunity. After the Civil War, there were 1,100 elected officials, including members of the Senate, the U.S. Congress, uh, governor, one governor of Louisiana, a Secretary of State, two two black senators from Mississippi, and uh, had sheriffs and members in the House, black folks in the House and the Senate in these southern states. And Andrew Johnson cut that deal, removed the federal troops, and Black folks were raped, pillaged, and ran off their property, ran out their offices. So, you know, we've been here before. And I must give oh, yeah. yes. credit that uh, we formed this MLK Gandhi Empowerment Initiative, and some of the folks from India who said they wouldn't be here if it had not been for Black folks in the Civil Rights Movement, have going to give back now to make sure some of our people are trained to be proficient in digital technology. So I, I have to give those folks a shout out. We do have some people like that, and it's very appreciated. And then I just saw this news uh, report yesterday where they found a canoe that was 3,000 years old. So how are you going to tell me uh, that, that <laughs> it's a, a land of immigrants when uh, Indians have been here for thousands of years and Black folks didn't come voluntarily? We were brought here to provide free labor, okay? So oh, wow. you come talk about... Oh, you want you want preferential? Pref what's preferential about two hundred fifty years of free labor? Give me a down payment on that. So uh, oh, yeah. they don't want to oh, call, yeah. they call it critical race theory when you teach the truth about what happened to black people in America. Right, all right. Well, I was waiting for Miss I for for Miss Cross to zoom in. She didn't quite zoom in yet. So um, hope she come on in while you were here because I think you wanted to ask her something about um, about. But well, no, I saw I saw that uh, uh, Detective Cookie, congratulations on her chest part, and I saw uh, she was at a conference. She sent me a couple of uh, video uh, uh, pics, and one was with uh, Benjamin Crump. Uh, so he's our Attorney General for Black America, as you well know. Well, yes, he is. You know, I mean, it's like our Johnny Cochran: "The club don't fit, you must quit." So we always we always remember that. Yeah, I haven't been. I've never been to the conference that she was at. I mean, I, I Miss Cross goes often. I mean, and it's a black law enforcement, uh, and it's called Noble. In fact, I saw uh, I, a retired deputy sheriff I, I Faye Brooks on Saturday, and she had on her uh, her t-shirt. And evidently, it's it's a it's it's a they always bring national people there uh, that people. Uh, and and they get to they these are law enforcement people who actually want to want to be want to make uh, law enforcement better, especially as it relates to black people. So, but anyway, we'll go we'll I, we'll go ahead and take a break here, and we'll let you go, and uh, and uh, I'll see if she's going to come on. So I really appreciate it. I know you're going to have a real update next week when you come back from the conference. I certainly will, Ramirez. All right, take okay, care. Thank you much. Take okay, care. you're welcome. All right. All right. You listen to the Mothers Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Ram Walden. We'll be right back. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. 
Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Every two minutes, a child becomes a victim of sex trafficking in the U.S. It's happening right now. Don't turn off the radio or change the channel. Don't cover your kids' ears, no matter how much you want to ignore it. Child trafficking is real. In fact, it's happening in your town. And you know what our greatest weapon against child trafficking is? It's our children. It's time to act with PACT. That's Partners Against Child Trafficking. PACT works to teach students how to identify the warning signs of child trafficking so they can help other vulnerable kids around them. PACT student ambassadors receive in-depth training on the issue and design a project to raise awareness, reduce victimization, and disrupt demand. Visit PACT.city to start donating today. That's P-A-C-T dot C-I-T-Y. And for as little as $5 a month, you can help end child exploitation. You pledged your life to serve, to make our country stronger, safer, more free, more equal. You worked tirelessly, made sacrifices, missed first steps and birthdays, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the setbacks endured. We see lessons applied and passion driving you upward and forward. We don't see all the masks you wear, but we hope you can set some aside. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past, your fears, or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you. An opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact drkworkshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. We all make promises, big and small, tested over time and distance, tried by circumstances and decisions. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to bear true faith and allegiance. To help you when you're in need. To tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. To be considerate and caring, courageous and strong. For better. For worse. In sickness and in health. To love and cherish. To be your loving, faithful friend partner, child, parent, neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, from Walden. It's my daughter, be on air. And I, 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 Mother's Justice Show is also being I, I sponsored by the uh, Healing Circles, the Mother's uh, 
It's going to be, we're having Walden healing circles. And so we'll be doing healing circles out in the community with the Virtues Project. And uh, so we'll be learning more about that. So my guest, my next guest is on. She had a little technology problem, but that's how the way the world goes. And so you want to unmute yourself, uh, Mrs. Cross. I want to introduce you. So my next guest is Felicia Cross. She's a a native of Seattle and actually pretty popular and known uh, throughout the city for her work and uh, her advocacy. Uh, So hi, uh, welcome, Ms. Cross. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm good. Today's a good day. Yeah, well, Mr. Wright just left. And he was talking about, uh, I guess, Angela had said, yeah, uh, no, not Angela, but Cookie. I mean, Detective Cookie had posted a, a picture of her with, uh, with, uh, with, with uh, Attorney Benjamin Crump. And so he just went to do a shout out about that. So, yeah. and I was telling him about, so you're here to talk about the Noble Conference. We've got about 15 minutes to do that. And, uh, and your excitement about Noble. And uh, I mean, I had never heard of it as long as I've been doing uh, police accountability work. I mean, I, uh, I heard about blue, but I never heard about uh, a noble. So hey, you got the floor. Just tell us about it because you're just really excited. I mean, just I like am. You're, you're like a, you're like a, a go ahead, you're like a teenager when it comes to, to noble. So hey, let's go. <laughs> yes, I I love noble. Noble is um, stands for the nat the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Noble and um, I have to just give a shout out Chief O'Toole. She sent me to the to my first Noble Conference in 2017 in Washington, D.C. as I was just a community member doing community work. And I joined on the spot and Noble has been so instrumental in the path of my life up to this very day. Um, it's great. been about five years then, right? So yeah, it, that's good. Yeah, it's... it's mm-hmm. uh, and 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 I'm, the the networking, the people you meet, the it, you know those uh you never know who you're talking to because you you don't have they don't have their titles on the badge on their name badge, and so you don't you don't ever know who you're talking to until you get into the conversation. It's like wow, you're the what <laughs> you know, and so it's uh always been a, a great treasure to meet these people. They don't leave you. They stay beside you. And even with my mom's death, um, there's not a day that goes by that I don't hear from at least two to three, four to five people from Noble every day. And your mother went with you to quite a few events there. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, up until this last conference, mom went with me to New Orleans. She was born and raised in Louisiana, went to Gramlin College, <laughs> and never been to new orleans and it was her dream to go to new orleans and so the conference was in new orleans that year 2019 and i said mom you gotta go and so uh she went with me and we had that they just took her over i was like you can't come no more because you just took all my love away (laughs) they just ate her up but um looking back and reflecting on my mom's death and and everything, I realized that, you know, God is amazing because he allowed her to see that I had a family of people who loved me and who who are really in my day-to-day walk of life there for me so that she can move on peacefully. Um, and yeah. and I, I do believe that. I truly yes, do sure. believe that. And that's mm-hmm. good. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you, 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 I mean, I've known you for a while, too. Transparency. Mm -hmm. We've done a little work in the community. I mean, yes. uh, you, you are uh, used to uh, chair the African American Advisory, and I, I was, I was there when Norm Stanford started it, and then I chaired it for six years. I, uh, I did both Mothers for Police Accountability and the uh, Police Advisor to the Police uh, Community, uh, to the Police Chief, and I thought it was a conflict, but we were trying to keep it going. But, um, but just talk a little bit about. What what makes you so happy? What 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 is offered at, at the Noble Conference when you go? I mean, you go. You just left another conference uh, uh, the other day. I mean, and uh, you know, it's a it's, it's a national conference also about law enforcement. It's about oversight. But uh, uh, but being with all, I mean, African Americans and uh, they come from all walks of life and different positions and stuff. But but what are they? What are they trying to do in the community to better the life of Black people? You know, um, first of all, let me just say to you, I thank you. And I, I uh, do acknowledge and recognize the path you have paved for me, people like me who have walked in your shoes or tried to uh, walk in your shoes. So <laughs> I really do want to acknowledge and thank you um, for keeping the A African-American Advisory Council going and getting it started. So that is that is not to be overlooked as far as I'm concerned, and I thank, thank you. you. Thank um, you. I thank you for all your support because you support me in all my endeavors. But uh, you know that's you know that's a personal note. But I thank you. Yeah. Um, as far as Noble is concerned, Noble, um, I am so excited after all these years of being a part of Noble. I'm still super excited about it because. They're working with Kamala Harris. She, she's been on several of our Zoom calls. Um, Noble is at the table. They're at the table at the White House. Um, they're national, nationally recognized, more so on the East Coast than on the West Coast side, but we're, we're trying to build, build um, more involvement on this side. Um, Noble does, uh, they, they have the, a, a uh, COPS, the COPS department, the Department of Justice COPS support a, a um, program called uh, the Law in Your Community. Mm -hmm. And so they, they will, if, if we, we've had it here before, but people on the, we, you know, we have not, we did not advertise it as well as it could have been, but they come in, these are, these are law enforcement, professionals of every rank um, from all different places in the, in the country. And they come in and they talk, teach the kids about their rights, how they, you know, what, what to do when stopped by the police. And um, they we're at the table with uh, the 21st century policing. Uh, yes, I, I was yes. gonna ask about that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know Ron, Ron Davis. Um, yeah, I do know Ron Davis. Yes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, was with at the table with Obama to create the 21st century policing plan that was uh, trumped. <laughs> but uh, you know we're going back to that now. And um, Noble is that uh, is I've I've had the experience of meeting um, John Lewis. I've met um, Andrew Young. I've met. I've met um, Martin Luther King's daughter, Bernice. I've met Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch. I mean, uh, Ben Crump, did you just, that you were just talking about. He was in the elevator with me um, in, at the last conference. So well-renowned people 
that attend Noble. We even had Jeff Sessions <laughs> come <laughs> and <laughs> he came. He was in probably there. surprised. <laughs> he was shocked. You should have seen his face. It, but but that's the point. You know, it's like you know, invite them to the platform. If you're gonna be about it, be about it. And so right. it was a uh, it was uh, a lot of people was like, well, why this, why that? But no, you know, he needs to address us just like he would address anybody else. And it was yeah. So I guess the attorney general must have a history of coming to address Noble then. Oh yeah. Eric Holder, Eric Holder was the attorney general at once. Okay? Yeah. And that yes. right, and Laura Lynch was right there also. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Garland Garland is yeah. at. Every, he's been at the last three conferences I've been to. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy so, who's uh, who the guy who's now uh, uh, in the you know doing all this stuff right now with uh, with the former president and yeah going through all the oh okay well I mean yeah so so it sounds like you have a top tier people who are in law enforcement but I mean also it sounds like sounds like the uh, they they have a platform of wanting the black community to be whole. Yes, and this is that's the whole thing. It's it's. Uh, it, it, it would be amazing to people to see the same conflicts that these national holders, um, title people go through the same exact discrimination and and distrust. Right. You know, and they all go through it. And uh, so they are able, Noble is a, a platform for these black law enforcement. And it's not just black people. There are some white people to come in and be excited to be there. But um, I mean, I'm telling you, we, we have a good time at those conferences, but it's all about business. I mean, we have a good time, but it's about business. And, yeah. uh, but anyway, um, any, all of the officers who have made it up through these ranks, talk about their journey and that's right. how they, how noble got started there were seven seven um original people who got noble started one lady she just passed away just a couple of months ago was an original um um innovator for for noble but they because black officers went through a lot of discrimination yes. um and they're the still beginning. going through it. Still going through it. Still going <laughs> yes. through it. Mm -hmm. yes. But um, so they organized this this um, organization to be able to have, you know, be able to com commiserate with each other, you know, and um, and it's grown. We have 4,000. There are 4,000 wow. members. 4,000. And, and I, I saw you, two of them on Saturday. I saw yeah. the... I saw a retired uh, a deputy, uh, a sheriff, uh, uh, Ms. Phelene Brooks, yeah, uh, and Mark Sullivan. They had their shirts on, and I said, yep. "Okay, nobody's yeah. up in here out uh, there at the at the, uh, at the uh, uh, detective cookie, cookie. Uh, detective cookies uh, uh, park chess park." Mm -hmm. Yes, and she's actually she's a she's an active member. Um, I wish that more of our our, our community here on the West Coast and Seattle in particular would pay attention and be more um, vigil about Noble because it has a lot to offer as far as um, community, as far as, you know, resources, somebody to, um, you know, be to, to help walk you through whatever stages in the process you're in. Like, like I've told you before, Reverend Walden, I'm, I'm not sworn, I've never been sworn, but I'm a part of Noble. I'm a, a lifelong member of Noble. I have my life, um, my lifelong badge, um, and I'm a social, I'm an associate member. But I have a place, an importance 
in a stance and a voice in this organization that, you know, you don't always get if you're not, you know, of the ranking. Uh, and so I- But our community is that way. So it seems mm -hmm. to me like that, that is the community because in our community, in the black community, you have people who are up there and people who are down here in between. But it sounds to me like Noble is a place where if you're interested in law enforcement and, and especially black people uh, who are doing, who are involved in this system and we fought hard to get black police yeah. officers across the country. Uh, and we know that uh, also what I like about Noble is that they, they, they will do a national statement. They did a statement about George Floyd I think they did one about Aubrey. I mean, uh, 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 the young man in Georgia who, who got killed by by some people who just didn't like white people. I mean, black people. And so, and and, and so, I've seen over time uh, since you called my attention to them, they always have a statement. They they, yeah. they don't take they don't hide in the basket. They 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 are out front calling it. You know, this is wrong. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is wrong. And uh, and and they want they they want the due process. That they, they want people arrested and tried for a crime. Yeah, right. and, and they have the voice at the at the White House. You know, right. they're at the table, right. and so um, we don't see it as like I said, we don't see it as much on the West Coast. But if you like now, you're you're tuned into it, so you'll you'll start to see more of the works that they do. And um, yes, yeah, because um, well, they understand what racism is. Absolutely. I mean, and and they're not like the people who who actually want to speak for us, but not had a lived experience. We have a lot of liberals. I mean, they call them, I call them progressive racists. Mm -hmm. uh, I call them liberal racists. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of, you know, that's what happened to Seattle. I mean, that's why we have all this whatever here going up. Uh, uh, these are people who were speaking for us, but did not have a lived experience. They didn't know that as a chief was on just on here, he didn't know how much support he had in the black community. That's said, we're not all, I mean, what, what you saw two years ago, I mean, some of it was people wearing Black Lives Matter shirts, but actually harming us. I mean, right. and, uh, and, and was doing harmful things. And so, uh, so they understand that, uh, that they walk a fine line. I mean, and yeah. some of these same people might have to be their, you know, they call me, you know, I mean, you right. might be assigned to some of these people who actually got a mega hat somewhere. And, and that's so they, true. They, you know, yeah, and that's right here, right here for Seattle too. So, uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, and, and so, I mean, they understand what uh, what the community is, is, is going through and, uh, and, 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 uh, and we've had trouble with black police officers in the past and we probably yeah. will in the future, but at least there's a place out there to say that that behavior is not, it's not gonna be tolerated. And that's the thing I love because there it, that thin blue line, you know, they they we we can't afford it. <laughs> we can't <laughs> no, afford we can't. it. <laughs> no, and no, so yeah, and so they you know they are all about the true transparency, mentoring, and then and as high ranking as the people are in this organization, they're never too busy. And I I know you was with me when I was on a call with our president just the other day. Uh, they're never too busy. They're never too, uh, you, you know, up there to 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 reach down to you know right. be a mentor and and to help the people come up in in whatever. Well, I, bet, I bet they have a nice. Uh, I mean, I bet they have a, a, a expanded uh, officer wellness program because they got to have something for them for them black officers to be well. <laughs> Absolutely. Matter yeah. of fact, I'm going to send you because we're having a. Um, Noble is, is sponsoring a um, suicide awareness uh, 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested in that because because I mean I have some people that I've been talking to about office of suicide and mm-hmm. is it related to uh you know to, to a lot of times you've got multiple shooters uh, yes. on the force and then I I want to know if there's a co- correlation between multiple shooters and police officers who absolutely commit suicide. I mean I mean I think it is. My intuition tells me that, but I'm interested in knowing about that. And I just want to you know I want to you know I, I I really appreciate all your support. And while before before our time is up, I just wanted mm-hmm. to announce uh, also that Mothers is having a community meeting on Wednesday here uh, at the uh, at the Liberty Bank Building uh, community room apartments uh, on 24th and uh, and Union. Uh, that's 981 when that's 981-22, uh, zip code. That's going to be from six to seven thirty, and I'll send you some information about it so you can maybe send it out to the net, your network. I know that you can't attend that night, but. Um, but this is our first community meeting in a while. Yeah. I mean, it's like, man, because then we've been locked down, and then uh, I, I know that you, you are uh, true transparency. Yeah. You are you you work for the community police commission. I'm a commissioner. Uh, uh, you do community outreach. I, I so full uh, full full transparency. I, I I spent a lot of time down there. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so we're we, we're coming to the community, and uh, and one of the things we're gonna probably talk about. It's what's happening in Minnesota and talk about how that, how, what it looks like here. And I wanted the mayor to get that information. So I did send it on over there to somebody to be able to pass it on to him because we need to have, we need to have a serious conversation about the city council, what they did, and they don't want to take any responsibility for it. But I mean, I can talk about that at at the mother's meeting. So, but anyway, we're just kind of happy to be out there to have a meeting Uh, uh, again. We'll have another one next month. Uh, And also our mother's justice breakfast is going to be November 10th, the Thursday before, uh, before I, 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 I Veterans Day, because Veterans Day is the 11th of November. Okay. But um, I really appreciate the work that you're doing, and you have so much enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. About it is you know one thing. One thing about enthusiasm, it gets the job done. Yes. I mean, more so than pokey-wokey. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. I, I just made up a new word, pokey-wokey. <laughs> because if you pokey-wokey, you got, you, you're going to drag your feet. You're going to miss a yeah. deadline. You're going to come in dragging. You're going to come in with, oh, I want to be here today, but I got to be here. <laughs> I mean, with enthusiasm, you walk through the door, and some people have to put on their sunglasses because you're shining. You're bright. Your light is so bright. Yeah. Till that, you know, I mean, see how... You know, they want you to dim your light and my right. kids say, no, you put on your sunglasses because when you walk in with enthusiasm and that's what you do, you do that in every place you are. So anyway, we would just, our time is just about up. I want to thank you for coming can on. I, the can can I just, can show. I just mention also that I am a subject matter expert for um, International Chief of Police and have worked on some very prominent nationwide um, projects. Um, and that's all, all through Noble. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walters. My daughter, you're on there. See you next week. Thank you.